I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 52. My name is Stevie Kicks, and I'm your host in the pilot seat today. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, he put on his Thor costume and called for a thunderstorm. It's Brian Cook. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? I'm here. I did survive a thunderstorm. It was great. We had a tornado touchdown, very short, a few miles from here. But it was quick. Everybody's alive. Oh, Nobody's alive. We're good. We had no damage at our house. Generator ran strong for 24 hours. We made it. Made it. All right. Uh, lucky. He's slushing. He's gushing. He's John Rodriguez. How are you, bud? Hey, you. Good. How are you guys? How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> chilling, chilling. How's everything over there? It's great. You good? Yeah, everything's good. good. Yep. Slushing and gushing. Good, good. Yep. Next up, this is my partner, Methuselah Honeysuckle, but you can call him Ramey Shanaday. <laughs> what was that? Methuselah Honeysuckle. There, there's, there's, a, there's a story behind these intros that are going to go on for the first, a, lot, a while. We should, I, no, we, we should do the first, the, first call, the, fir, the first caller, the first listener that like <laughs> emails us like what, the, what that is. Like, uh, oh, 100%. Yeah, as soon as somebody oh, yeah. figures out what the story is with my intros this season. Um, All right. We'll, All right. we'll yeah, go, we we'll go with that. Know. Methuselah. Honey. How are you, man? I'm, good. I'm a little frazzled today. Just, I wasn't as prepared today as I usually like to be. So, Well, we're not recording on the normal day. So. Yeah, that's my fault, too, though. So, You'll get it together. That's fine. Ramey, just do what I do. Don't prepare. Fake it till you make it. That's right. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors. Yep. Yep. Speaking of smoke, back from on location on his secret mission, it's Joe Lara. How are you, man? I'm doing very well. How are you today? We're doing good. Um, You're not dead. I think you were... Like I said last week. Yeah. I said you were dead. Oh. Did you get a chance to listen to last week, Joe? I have not, no. Oh, so you don't know how we change things up. <laughs> yeah, Joe. No, but confused. I realized <laughs> you're going... You're going really fast, first of all. <laughs> it's too fast. <laughs> You're going really fast. And two, I know you did change the order because you changed the order on the first episode right. of the new season. No, but now he's doing something different. Yeah. Where right now like, you're where John was a week ago. Um, but it's like a <laughs> micro <laughs> micro intro, like, boom, how you doing? Good, good, thanks. All right, next, boom. Like very. So this is the production meeting that you had last week? It's like not personal at <laughs> all. Yeah. It's like very cold. Yeah, but hey, you know. I'm just trying yeah. to like get through this and like end the show as fast up. as possible. 
And everybody, thank you for joining. <laughs> the the only so, John, where can that. people find you? <laughs> yeah. At we're done. At we're done. Done. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's good to have you back, man. What what's uh, what's going on with you? The fam, dude. The fam just the boys are back in town, and uh, it's good. Town. So the boys are back in town. Yeah, it's good. Uh, entertaining family. You guys know what it's like when you have a house full of family. Yeah. Takes up all your time. But I'm glad to be back. Thank you. Woo. Trying to speak. Wrap it up, B. When you have family oh, in town, oh, it's no. like everything shuts down. This is down. just like... We're, yeah, like when family... Just like a yeah, we're table. good now. We can yeah, just talk about whatever. Now it's yeah. an open oh. Basically, all the stuff we were talking about earlier when, when Steven was recording, he's going to chop that up and put it in. Oh, I could. Oh. I'd have to edit a lot there of stuff out. There was a out. lot. <laughs> yeah. It's usually why that happens. So... So basically, none of that was good. So no, yeah. But I, I do know when, when family's in town, it's always like, it's like, where are we eating? What are we doing today? Dude, like, there's no time the for anything else. <laughs> there is no routine. Like, whatever you had before, forget it. Yeah. It's whenever people are hungry is when you eat, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's fine, though. Like, it's, it's good. Um, it's my in-laws, which I love. Kim's, Kim's parents are amazing. Um. Yeah, I remember. Remember, I gave your son, uh, Stephen, really good advice about how to find a, a good mate. The three things. Mm, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm the son they never had. That's the third thing. So Kim's an only child, and I'm the son they never had. That's one. That of the- that was really profound. Can can Don't. you share that? Do you mind sharing that that int- the uh, advice? Is it an anecdote? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we share that. Maybe, oh, maybe uh, on another episode we'll share okay. that. To share with All us right, later. We'll save that for the Patreon. <laughs> um, you don't make you don't make just like a giant pot of chili for the family. Mm. <laughs> when, That's when tomorrow. Breakfast. Don't ruin the surprise. Bre- breakfast, lunch, yeah. and dinner. In, just in bed. He brings one just brings pot. it to them in bed on trays. The one same pot continuously pot being heated on the stove. John, dude, is what's up? John, what's up, constant. With, what's up with the footy, dude? How, how are we doing? How's the ankle? Ooh, uh, no, my ankle's fine now. My ankle's okay. I mean, it's not fine. It's, I'm, I'm feeling it still, but I'm okay. My toe still hurts a little because I hurt I hurt it. Like someone stepped on it. So it's like hurt, hurt but, but it's still enough to play, which is not the best idea. But I'm playing tonight, so whatever. But yeah, I've been playing a lot, man. I actually, uh, not, not that it matters or anything, but I, I weighed myself today just to like, keep a little bit of track and i lost a little bit more weight and i'm kind of like on the Health right track good. to where i want to be yeah so that's cool um but i, I probably ate a meal and, and gained and you, whatever I, I lost it's okay but. did you do it in your new heroes and villains gear though did oh you, not what? yet did you oh do yeah so in the- so wait so so big shout out to joe first of all for for basically being in uh, staying in contact with uh heroes and villains for me because i had some issues uh, getting my package that everyone sort of got with their things. And I finally got it, thanks to Joe. Uh, and I got a, a bunch of people, cool man. gear. Yeah, they're, they're great, great people. And I wanted, to, I wanted to thank them as well. But you too, Joe, I wanted to thank you because you actually like went beyond trying to yes. get it to me because it was like, Steve. you know, it was kind of a thing. It was funny. I felt bad, dude. I no, mean, we no, but, but it was kind of funny. But we it, was, it was more funny than anything. It was just funny to tease you guys about it and stuff. But, um, but I got a bunch of dialed. No, yeah, but I got I got a bunch of rad gear that I want to do like promos because you guys already took a couple really cool photos and po- and did some cool posts, 
and I want to do one, but I'm probably going to do it like yeah, on the pitch with like like pulling my cleats out of the oh, bag nice. or whatever, or like the taking pitch. the slip on off or something. I don't know. Something. Uh, there you go. And yeah, yeah, I got these shorts that are really cool too that are, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they make other colors, but I kind of want every color. Can you plan those? Are, are those athletic or what? I didn't even see those. Are they athletic? The shorts? Can you plan them or? Yeah, yeah they're, they're sort of like swimming shorts. Like they feel a little bit like water resistant, like sort of thick. Not thick, but hybrid. Like, yeah, it feels like it, it could, you know, repel water if it got thrown on you or something. I don't know if you can jump in the lake or something. Or but. sweat. Do they have a liner to, to hold your junk? Or no, they just like, no, there's no sweat, liner. Probably they're just like shorts. Okay, but it, they feel like board shorts a little bit. But they're they're a little smaller, okay. like more like above the knee sort of. Um, because I'm anti liner. Yeah, yeah, I cut out. them out like, too. Yeah, exactly. I cut that out. Exactly. I do that too. No, no liners. But the shorts are In awesome. Trunks, though the 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 support is nice. The support if you're you don't swimming, need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're swimming, you're floating. You're the, yeah, you, you're weightlisted. It's <laughs> a little support. You're weightless. You know? It's just kind of going back and forth <laughs> in the water. <laughs> this this derailed a bit. But um, but, up, guys? but yeah, the shorts are Good cool. Good to be back. Yeah. Welcome back, Joe. All right. But yeah, anyway, uh, the gear's cool. Thank you, Joe, for, for yes. <laughs> getting it to me. And uh, the, yeah, we are to And thank you to Heroes and Villains for Thank you, Heroes and Villains. Up. Yeah. That's my favorite gear. I'm excited about what might happen. We'll give we'll give news later on, but but we're cooking up something with them uh, in the SoCal area. We are cooking we'll, a big bowl of chili. No, this is going to be chili cooking free. with crosshair. Cooking with chili, chili free and and liner in the shorts free. Um, and event. yeah, liner free and chili free. What, 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 there you go for now. Event. Have we had any listeners uh, or followers like? Send us cooking with crosshairs yet, Joe? No, but we might need to. Ramy has I, not had, done one yet. Yes, I did. The... Yes, I did. Yes, I did. No, he did dessert. I did it. It just hasn't aired yet. That's all. Okay. See, oh, that's shit. different. It's in the queue. Oh. I'm... Yeah, it's in the queue. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I have some reviews to do too. I got to get on that. But I mean, no. I thought we had some people like message us or comment. You've been like, oh, I want to cook cook something. What? Well, I mean, I think now we're talking about it, right? So, so workbench. Keep it short, like no more than a minute, and then cooking. Hashtag. I think no more than a minute. That'd Hashtag cool. and tag, cooking with crosshair. Maybe I'll review it. That's well, I, no, idea. I think I no, I, I think the way that this needs to work. I'm totally gonna like put you on blast now. I think <laughs> the listeners send in a recipe. You're on the hook to make it, Brian. Oh jeez! But, 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 but how about, how about and then, you have and to then, choose? And then it's not like it's yeah, yeah. yeah you don't have yeah, to you make. Pick you one. don't have to make everything. Yeah. You, but but they send it in. You make it, and then and I still think that we're we're putting a cookbook together by the end of the year. I will gladly <laughs> review anything that gets hashtag cooking with crosshair. Let's start with that. It's going to be first ingredient balut. Balut. No balut. way. Balut. Dude, get out of here. Balut. Bullet. Do you eat that, Stephen? Only after two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a no. after a night of drinking. So that's a no. Oh god, that's the only time the 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 bullet guy comes out. Oh. oh, they wheel they wheel their cart in front of the discoteca, discoteca. and, then, <laughs> and, and then they give you that. They're like, "Here, the bro, club. you need this." Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for chili recipes, y'all. Dude, I'll take a bowl of chili over that any day. 
<laughs> Lobster chili, balut chili. Ugh. Oh, man. Chili, chili. Chili with onions. Is it workbench time? <laughs> Steven, um, how's the cat? This is all going to oh, be Oh, guys, out. I got a new cat. Oh, oh yeah. Congrats no. on the cat. No kitty cat. He's pooping. He's pooping. He's pooping like that. normal so. now. Oh. oh, good. So What do you mean so, like normal? Okay, oh, so yeah, we got him on Saturday. Yeah, we got him on Saturday from the shelter. We always get rescues from the shelter. Like, we don't... We don't... I mean, not dissing anyone that goes for, like, the whole purebred thing, but, uh, you know, we always Whoa. try and rescue our animals. Um, so we got this guy. He was eight weeks old from the shelter, and they had just started him on medication, like a, a spectrum of medication, like, the day before we got him. Mm-hmm. But when we adopted him, they didn't give us any of the meds. Boom. So then, like, a day after, like, a day after we picked him up, he just started crapping everywhere oh, and it was no. and it was like it was like waterfall diarrhea oh. <laughs> like, do we cat. have to go in detail just in the house everywhere that was enough so you can't just say diarrhea you had to say i was like man can <laughs> we get a falls. refund because this cat's defective <laughs> i had to say niagara falls but no he's all good now uh i've got my hand my hand my arm is full of little love scratches from him playing Thinking he's a tough kitty, so <laughs> he's good. His name's Rocket. Yes, Rocket. that's a good name. I thought it was Pabu, but when you said Rocket, you saved it. Yeah, you went from no, Pabu we were, to Rocket. We were go- we, we were gonna go with Pabu, but then we started watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course, and like which will we we will be and, talking about later on Hunter's Hard Drive. Oh shit, yeah. we are. But dude, what after like his personality is just like Rocket, like. <laughs> He thinks he's the biggest, baddest dude in the room. Like when we took him to the vet at eight weeks old, he hissed at the vet. But his hiss was so tiny and cute and like short. Like he was all, he's just, he's just like. Tss. <laughs> so. Yeah. Nice. That's about it. That's that's all that's going on over oh. here. Ramey. Uh-oh. Uh, John and I trooped on Saturday. Oh, yeah. We did. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. and. And it was cool. And I'm sorry, Ramey, I didn't realize it'd be outdoors because it was outdoors and it was very hot. <laughs> but it wasn't terrible. But I'm so sorry. It wasn't Ramey, that bad. Realize. We were we were kind of dying. Like full did. We got there and we're like, whoa, okay, this outside in the heat and like six layers of wool. But then so I, Scott shows up. Scott Rogers shows up and he's wearing a, a snowtrooper. So I'm like, all right, well, we, nobody can complain because he's wearing like, like a snowtrooper. You're both gonna faint. Yeah, or die. So. Um, yeah, that was cool. And then we went over and helped a friend uh, suit up in uh, Ahsoka gear. Oh, that's right. And take pictures for yeah. Rebel Legion submission. So. Submissions, yeah. right? Yeah. If she, she looked great. If she does, John, you airbrushed If her. she doesn't get instantly approved, we're going to yeah. riot because it was just too good. Uh, <clears throat> is um, She's not first, in, first, first one for that costume, no. is she? No. no. But this okay. is her okay. first Rebel Legion costume. It's her first costume, okay. yeah. Which is nuts, yeah. Because nice. I I had to spray her down like full with the with the precision gun. Like it's like a it's like yeah, a smaller like a, version of the big like an HPLP gun, gun, but not yeah. as big as yeah, yeah, but not as small as a airbrush. But damn, yeah, that's all orange. And then Ramey came in with the airbrush. Yeah. So she that's nice. why so I was she, like, she had life casted her face, and then that. she used that to make. A vacuum buck of her face, and she vacuum formed the like to make and then cut out of that 
the stencils. So she literally has this thing that we put on her face and we kind of hold it down in all the right spots and then just airbrush over it with the white and then pull it away and it was perfect. There was like no, there was no there was bleeding. Nothing. It was crisp. Crispy. crispy. It was so there a couple good. spots you need so to like we're, we're totally doing she she's gonna help me. We're gonna do this and we're gonna do this for Mall. Just because yeah. How many years have I been? I telling know, you but to do how that? do you like hold all the weird little lines? But it worked. It worked so good. But that's how you I, hold it. I yeah. was skeptical. And you could actually I put was, when I saw that you can put a bit of prose just very, very lightly just to stick the thing on your head where it needs to. And then when you peel it off, it you know, you clean it up oh, later. You know what? But once we pulled out these guns and we're spraying, like it we were done painting her super fast compared to Ramey, that what it would have been. When you had first decided to do the Yondu makeup, I sent you that video. Yes, of when when they do his they do this the the uh, hit the weird little veins the the purpley red yeah. veins on his face are all done like that. But that's so that they can do that consistently every time. Right. So, but they have like they have like three different cutouts, three different stencils that they do, and they're all his face, right? They're all vacuum formed. So like ones for the blue, and then they got another one for the red. Yeah. Like yeah. Very cool. Well, All right, guys. Almost workbench. Almost. Workbench. Almost, <laughs> almost. Yeah, that's true. Almost. Not our well, workbench. Not we ours. can we can go ahead and uh, get into that. But first, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, uh, pick up one of our new, brand new, exclusive Space Poppy shirts and some stickers <laughs> at thedadbatch.com. We have Space Poppy t-shirts? Wait, it's up there? This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? Nobody's oh, paying attention right now because you're all looking at Poppy. I'm looking at the shirt. I want to see this face. <laughs> Poppy so shirt. But, um, Look how cool so that is. Oh, oh did I you just did this? Wait. Oh, <laughs> oh, so cool. surprise. Hold on. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll, so I'll go. Wait, wait, wait. I'll go first. You can get that in tie-dye. I, I need one. <laughs> They've got tie-dye as a color choice, guys. Is, wait, is it Amy? Oh, shit. Is it Amy? That's. So no, good. bro. No, is, is Space Poppy Amy? It's 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 your actual Space Poppy. Hunter Ryan, dude. What? <gasps> there it is. Isn't it so good? Oh my goodness. Poppy. Poppy. <laughs> I'm getting this funny. So I'm here's the thing, though. Now that number two, I'm now that it. number two in the series is has been released, uh, mm. number one, edition number one, which was Mando, is only up for two weeks. And then that gets pulled down. I already got it. I already got it. And you'll never be able to get it again. Dang. Dang. Oh, I'm going to get the premium. I like the premium. Kind of a premium guy. They, they are nice. Um, the premium black. ones are nice. Black. I will go with, with my workbench. Um, I am. I, I posted a, a reel yesterday of the um, TK that I've been kind of working on. Um, I came across this TK. I... I was on Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace, looking for. I never look for Star Wars stuff, and somehow I got fed a stormtrooper costume, and was like, <laughs> "Why is someone selling a stormtrooper? Because this looks legit." And uh, uh, I look at the guy who's selling it, and I was like, "I think I met this guy." And I, I mentioned him on the podcast before. Aiden, he he works at this uh, 
at this super delicious biscuit place that we like to go to. Um, and I was like, that's Aiden. I met, I met him before and he's a Carolina Garrison member. And, uh, I messaged him and I was like, Hey dude, you know, what's up with this? And, and he was telling me how, uh, he got it years ago and it was from a, a four digit Legion member for people that don't know if you're a four digit Legion member, you've been in the Legion for a long time. So this guy had been in for a long time, probably had worn this TK a bunch and he had retired and he ended up, um, Aiden got it from him. Aiden had hopes of making it fit him and it just didn't work out for him so he was like really getting ready it getting rid of it for like next to nothing so and he was like man i'd be stoked to see you take this and do something with it so uh i've been modifying that it was it's it's built in the in the old ways we'll put it that way so uh taking it apart stripping it down and rebuilding it uh and i just literally right before we started recording Got it kind of all fitted to myself. Uh, I have a small few tweaks to, to make it go. but um, And then I'm waiting for my helmet to show up from Mike from Trooper Bay. Shout out to Mike from Trooper Bay. If you need any Stormtrooper gear, he has that. And, He's the man. Uh, yep, I'll get that. And then, um, you know, I had a little bit of a problem with missing pieces that I had. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Ramey, for sending me some pieces that I really needed. Um, and they're bright white and the suit is <laughs> over 10 years old not, and faded not and not bright white. So I had this real <laughs> dilemma of like, what do I do? I know I'm going to dirty it up because it's going to be a sand trooper, but what do I do? So I took gloss white and just did a light coat over everything old and new, and then found this like really cool kind of paint. That's like a, I don't know, Pinterest type paint called I can't remember the name of it either. It's like regular white or something. Um, and it has a real kind of <laughs> yellowy sand look to it. It's almost so like a cream. Kind of yeah. hit that over everything to give it a little bit of that texture. So I got called some, dirty teeth. Yeah. I got some, uh, some hairspray and some sand and I'm going to get in there and really dirty it up once that helmet comes. Cause I, I know I do this. I'll paint something like Imperial crosshair. I did that. I painted the helmet months before i did the armor and then you sit there and stress how you're trying to make it all look the same mm -hmm. at the same time so i'm being patient and i'm just going to wait for the helmet to arrive make it match the rest of the armor and then do all of it together so pro tip a lot of times we will get excited and paint our helmet and be like yeah this is cool i'm gonna build the armor later and then you struggle well well what paint what black did i use what what this did i use and then you what did the i techniques. do yeah. Yes. Better to wait <laughs> and do it all together so everything matches. Mm. So um, that's been fun. Pro tip. I, 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 yeah. Pro tip. Dad batch approved. Um, I that's, I haven't had a TK in years, <laughs> and TKs are awesome to have. Joe and I were <gasps> gushing about it earlier when we first so got fun. on. It's, it's good to have a TK. It's fun with the icom too, though. You got to have the icom, dude. Oh yeah, I'll get all that stuff. The chatter. Oh, oh yeah. Yep, Damn, yep, it's yep. epic. Next level. Next level fan. Interaction. I will get the Hobie tip mics too because that just makes it easy because it's all in the helmet. Yep. Oh, so. yep. All the sound is right in your face. You it's have good. a. You, you said you haven't had a TK. Did you not still have the TK? Oh, no. I. This ago. is my third TK. Okay. Because I build it and I have it for a while and I'm like, this is basic. Who wants He's to He's like basic? me with costumes, but with I TKs. Wanna, I want to be extra. Yeah, you give John a hard time for selling his stuff. Yeah, he's like, this is <laughs> my third TK. My costumes. 
All my costumes are like extra. Like I don't have anything like basic, real. Like I got a Darth Vader, I got Pre Vizsla, I got crosshair. Like everything's like has this like thing to it. And every time I have a stormtrooper, I love it. I love having it. But at the end of the day, when it's like something's on the chopping block, you're like, ah, I get rid of that. I get rid of that. But it, this, you know what? Because you can get that one easily. I mean. I, like how many people have a crosshair? How many people? You know yeah, what I mean. Like no all those one. other ones are yeah. hard to obtain. Exactly, those and are that, hard to obtain. And TK, you can get just like that, and you can build one super quick if you had the parts. So yeah, no that's one shiny thing I, comes in front of you. Much like I bet John. you that's really the reason why. You, you know, you can do it if you want to. Yeah, yeah. But this, I mean, this when I came across it with with Aiden, I was like, ah, I can't. I mean, this is it was just too cheap. I couldn't couldn't say no. So, and the story behind it's cool. So, keeping it alive. That's it. <laughs> Nothing on my workbench this week. I've been taking care of a poopy cat. <laughs> Cleaning up poopy poop. rocket. <laughs> poopy rocket. Um, rocket sort of. Oh. Go yes. ahead, John. No, yeah. Uh, I've been working on a background Mando a little bit on the side. Uh, the McMando, Rondo McMando. Is yeah, that the one literally Rondo, on your side? Rondo this McMando. Guy. Oh, that guy. This guy. Other side. Rondo McMando. That's it's what I uh, Comtano McMando. <laughs> Is that what really inspired your your? No, I'm no, loving no, it. No, no. So <laughs> I'll, I'll break. I'll break down the inspiration because people are like. Everyone's throwing me suggestions. Change this. You should add this. Flip that. Da, 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 da. So basically, I got the chess piece as like just something to paint for fun because I've never painted an ABS kit like that before of a of a of a Mandalorian, especially with the metallic and stuff. It, it came out really nice, um, and I just wanted to paint it. Uh, and I wanted it to do because I have a blue chest on my Mando, so I wanted to do a red one. You know, like just switch sides, change, do you know, change it up a little bit. And, um, so I did the red, I did the red on the, on the front and I was looking through the cans I have and I'm like, what's a good, you know, what, what would go good with this red? Cause the red was not very vibrant. It was more dulled and, and especially with the weathering, it's, it's, it's more subdued. So I grabbed this yellow that was already somewhat like a mustard. It wasn't bright. It was already on the, the mustardy side, l less bright, whatever, more like a Dijon. And, um, Yeah. <laughs> Dijon is what Steven says. Great Poupon? Dijon. Great Poupon says, look good. Dijon. Great, great Poupon Mando. Um, so, but, and, and the flight suit uh, happened to be... Uh, I hit That's up Luke because I know he's a, he, he's got a, a billion things. And I asked him if he had any of the flight suits for sale. And he's like, actually, I have the one you sold me. So uh, him and I came to an agreement and I got that suit back. And uh, I've just been playing with it. And it just happens to be mustard colored as well. So it's kind of like, oh, crap. It's it's happening. Whether I want Rondo, wow. McMando, it's bigger than me right now. McMando. Yeah, it's yeah, Comtano McMando. John, was, when, if if that's how you keep it when you ship it to um, Atlanta, put in a six pack of chicken nuggets in your bin. <laughs> so when you so when you open it, it seeps <laughs> it's, in. The smell is seeped into. Is in the fabric. The yeah. So when no, they pass nobody's me, doing. It's like nobody's doing 4D. Everybody's just doing 3D. It's builds, stimulate all the senses. 4D. Right, it's a, it's right. a, it's a convention. It, you can touch it. 
Can you smell it? It's a convention. Everybody already smells like chicken McNuggets. <laughs> That's kind of just, true, but not actually. authentic. I'm ones. just saying. Are you yeah, not authentic? That one to Dragon Con? No, I'm not. Like, Man, I'm not. I'm, why am I so hungry? Why like, not? I'm craving nuggets right now. I don't even know. Well, because I, I need to print. I need to print new thighs. I and I need to the, whatever you're going to send me. I need to do for that as well for oh, the shins. Yeah. See, so I'm not, I, I'm not in a rush to do it. I'm, I'll just bring my man. I have a Mando. I'll just bring mine, and this guy will be uh, a project right after I get back. What about that other Mando no that you posted today? Not that there's nothing Which wrong one? with your Mando. The red one? The other one, the, like silver and the... That, that was an old Mando I had. I sold that oh, <laughs> to okay. my buddy, mm. Parker. Yeah. All right. It was a little throwback. Breck. Breck yeah. will be there. We'll see him there. Yep. Breck will be there. Yeah. Dude, I could see you walking down um, that con and people just smacking their lips like, man, I'm craving... Oh damn! Craven, I, some I should just throw out barbecue sauce packets behind me. <laughs> is it finalized too? Hot mustard. Is, dude, your pouches or just barbecue sauce? You just need like, to catch hey, <laughs> Little McDonald's like honey Sweet mustard. Sweet and sour. Bah! It's in those little bombs that the. That Din Djarin has is little freaking packets. Oh, I have a sweet and sour <laughs> packets <laughs> on the on dude, the of, the, those on people. where the detonators are. <laughs> instead yeah, of a yeah. instead of a jetpack, you should have an ice cream machine. Oh, and it works. World. Yeah. It actually works. And it yeah, works. Soft serve instead, of, instead of a gauntlet oh, flamethrower, it's, it's soft ketchup serve and mustard. Jetpack, dude. Soft yeah. serve jetpack. Okay. Dude, and then, I is, think we let's have not rule this out, guys. This, let's not rule yeah, this yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Easy Randy, does can it, you de- can you Can you design it. like a jetpack? Yes. It has those pieces. I bet you can. I bet you can. John, no, John's no. helmet's gonna be Easy all white with big red lips on it. <laughs> it's gonna no, have a red socks, afro. Right? The red and white striped socks. No, oh, so man. the suit's already sort of hash brown color, so I figure we mix a little bit of breakfast in with the lunch menu. Breakfast yeah. yeah. egg, egg, egg McMuffin vibes. <laughs> little pancake yeah. discs. That you instead of a, poncho, a little, a little a giant flapjack egg and cheese it's a giant, or whatever. It's a giant pancake. Steak instead of um, instead of a thermal yeah, detonator, yeah. they're like grimace shakes. Oh, that'll, that'll kill someone. I'm not. That <laughs> yeah, I've seen those are those lethal, man. People. I'm not. Yeah. That's dangerous. dangerous. I'm not usually. Um, I'm not usually crying this early in the episode. <laughs> are you? Are you uh, is John Wick coming to uh, Dragon Con too? Yeah, in I'm, costume. So I was gonna bring Wolverine in. Co- yeah, I might come in costume to the flight. You never know. But I was gonna bring uh, a Wolverine ver- variation costume. But uh, our buddy that's doing that was doing another Marvel costume that sort of went with mine is not coming now. So I just switched so it up. It. Yeah, it, John Wick's just a suit and maybe some fake blood. So and a pencil. So I'll, that's a little easier. I think it's sweet to man. pull off. And a I would love to and see a puppy, it. right? You need a puppy. No, I'm just gonna bring the pencil. The puppy stays safe mm. wherever wherever I can the bring my is. dog. He might Don't, freak out a little bit. Nope. Leave your, leave your poor dog alone. John Wick needs a puppy. You want to bring a cat? <laughs> just pretend. No. It's going to have diarrhea, cat. though, all over you. Oh, then I'll just that. like, that'll be the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> just spray it on the bad guys. That's the ice cream machine. <laughs> oh, just... All right. We're mixing okay. genres now. Yeah. All right, okay. next. Hey, so I've been building s- something. I, yeah, I've been building something. What do you have? Go ahead, Joe. I know what Joe's um, been building. <laughs> So uh, t- the tech backpack 
Uh, Ramey made this awesome backpack that opens. I don't know if you guys remember that from season one. It was beautiful. Quality. Um, I finally got the printer going. And, um, dude, this is a long-ass print, but it's looking out, looking beautiful. I'm almost there. I'm about 87% through, and, um, and I'm excited. So um, what I did for my season two, I basically took my season one and repainted it and put the magnets in my season two kit, made it all fit, took the pictures to get approved in Rebel Legion. So I can actually troop in season two, but if I want to troop in season one... I have to repaint that backpack or build another backpack. So I'm going to have Ramy's backpack, which I think is awesome because, dude, that lid, that hatch, that's that's next level. That's like dad batch approved, next level extra. J- Joe, and, so your uh, season one backpack's going to be the, the the functional one? Season one? I, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm going to see how it fits. So so the magnets are, the way I did the magnets on my back armor for both seasons, it's it's the same. So I can, I'll be able to play with them. it. I'll, I'll I can swap it. I'll decide. But yeah, I'm not sure yet. I might really like this backpack. I'm, I know I'm going to like this backpack more. Right. And so I need to think about which kid am I going to wear. Which more. one you're going <laughs> to. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be it's going to be funny cuz we're just going to be like, "Joe, Joe, turn around. I got to put something in your backpack." And just going to be like, like constantly ba- putting yeah. stuff in your backpack. Yeah. <laughs> like, "Joe, Joe, stop. Stop. Let me get in there again. I need to get my something out of there." <laughs> I'm just going to be on my data pad. Um so so started the print with that. So that's cool. And then, you know, the printer, dude, you always worried about, "Man, is this going to start printing right away?" Well, dialed in i haven't touched my printer in months and it's just started it's working beautifully um yeah so fingers crossed it continues to work well and then also um boba uh so i got this awesome bucket from red bow uh, and uh they they did some amazing work in designing all these um daimyo boba buckets and so i finally started chipping away at that and i'm just getting lost in the crl so our boy um uh Luke Daly from JJ Industries is writing the CRL draft. And I think there's a dude that's, that's, he looks pretty good. I'm, I'm looking at the forums on the Bounty Hunters Guild and his is looking tight. I don't know. He might be the CRL and I'm glad because I'm like, good, get, do your thing. And I'm just going to follow what you did, bro. Like, I don't, I don't want to be in with the approval. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't want to be the first ever again. You know, that, that was, that was a little rough, but, um, but it's exciting. I'm, I'm getting that that excitement again because I haven't been building anything as you guys. I've been kind of on a dry spell, so it's kind of fun. Um, two more things. One, um, so my son is back and he's working on on deep sea vessels, and so he wears a hard hat, like like a construction hard hat. And uh, and he's like, Dad, can you paint me a, a hat, like a, a construction hard hat? I'm That's like, it. What do you want? And so uh, Rex is, you know, probably his favorite clone. So I'm going to paint the jig eyes and then put the little kill stripes on the side and put the probably put like the welding kind of uh paint job around the brim and uh, and that should be kind of fun so that's a fun project it's something different and i guarantee you when he wears that at school next year his buddies who are star wars fans are going to want one so i don't know we'll see we'll see how that goes (laughs) and then i saw you guys all working on flasks for you know when you guys hang out but I wanted to do something a little bit different. Yeah, I wanted to do something a little bit different. So check these bad Camelback? boys out. Oh, these are sh- these what are the shot size cigarettes. No, these are shot size no, flasks. Cocaine. Oh, shot flasks. Oh, hey, got it. hey. <laughs> shot size flasks. And so, don't these look kind of like? Those are sick. Right. Those and look if like you get a couple cylinders. of these. Exactly. Or you could put them around as rounds to a very big pew pew. 
Yeah. You can do, you like can do all kinds of leathers or something. Right? Yeah. So you have I'm some leather work of... to do now with those. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay because you can that's just cool. sew like loops around and then kind of sew it in yeah. really tight. Snug those things in. Little or little elastic right loops. Yeah. You can. These put are some perfect. Like one point five ounce. You know, for water when you're thirsty. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It's for shots of water. Shots of water. Shots of water. Yeah. That's what Everyone do. loves shots of warm water. So I'm gonna have fun weathering this thing a little bit. I'm not gonna paint it. I'm just gonna weather a little bit. Keep it as is. Cool. I uh, yeah. expect nothing That's less it. from you, Joe. So. Um. So, uh, if everybody remembers, the one of the most recent polls that I did on my "Let's Make a Mando" project was to pick the what creature would be my sigil, and uh, mm. the Zillow Beast won, barely beat out the Lothcat. So, um, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do for this. So I hit up my buddy, um, Liberith at Liberith on Instagram. He does uh, sigil artwork and he crushed this thing. So I, he, he started out kind of just sending me a sketch of, and like we talked about what it would be and we kind of move some things around and everything. And then he came back a couple days later with it kind of more finished and refined. And then he's, I'm like, yep, that looks good. Let's change a couple colors and that. And then like, Two days later, he had it done, and it was like I posted it up on my story at uh, at the time. It was so good. It looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. And amazing. he gave so in the in, in the package of the artwork that he gave me, like he gave me like an iPhone wallpaper and a computer wallpaper, and like the like it's, this is the version you'll share on social media, and then here's the one that you'll use if you want to have it cut or laser etched or whatever. Like he gave me all the different art formats and everything like that as part of the standard package of stuff. So. Um, if anybody needs a sigil designed, uh, hit him up because he did a great job. When are you getting the tattoo? <laughs> Next to the wow. we gotta get the uh, wow. we gotta get the bad bat the wow. dad batch tiki stuff done first. So wow. tiki helmets, wow, and the sigil. Those are the things that are going on, Ramy. Yeah, um, and then been working on Yondu. So I've got Dude. I've got the boots. You guys have seen more than, and the than, arrow. Yeah, you guys have seen more than. Uh, a lot of folks have, but you need to post the progress. Come on. Those pants, the pants, sick, the pants came out great. I was nervous. Sweating. And, uh, you got to post that. And I got the, so I, the, in inside of the flaps for his shirt, there's like this weird purple cloth. So I found the right cloth, but it was white. But then I found this purple, I just got purple synthetic dye and I dyed it and it came out so good. So I'd like the, just the little weird details, like even on like the inside of his shirt are going to just be dialed right in. So I've got the whole harness, the harness that holds the, the arrow holster and that harness goes over his shoulders and across his chest and all the weird little buckles like I 3D modeled because I don't know what I 3D modeled, modeled a bunch of these little <laughs> buckles and like weird little details and stuff. So of course you did. Yeah, as, as one does. So of course. Uh, I, I can please post a picture of that so people can see because that picture I showed Tori that picture, she, my wife Tori, and she was like. Of course, maybe looks if, like that. if I if I get if I get to the point that I want to by the end of the weekend, I'll post I'll mic drop that picture and it'll be it'll basically be everything from the neck down done. Dude. So, oh my god, looks good. Dragon Con's gonna be fun. It's it's neat to man, it, it, like we've been watching your progress. Not a lot of the our listeners have been able to really appreciate. I think as much as we do because. I know when you first started this build, you came up with that fin and just like it's perfection. That fin, that fin on your head is absolute perfection. And then when you started looking at the jacket, 
you were getting really frustrated because, you know, whether it was ordering, it wasn't going to be right. Um, it, it, all the details were just not the way you wanted them. But as you've been building this thing, you're, you're tackling each piece the best way you possibly can. And I think the advice, I guess, what I want to share with our listeners is you might be discouraged at first, but if you keep chipping away at the things that you can control yeah. over time, you make up for those things that pissed you off in the beginning. I, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain yeah. it. I don't know. Guys, is that, yeah, I mean, you know, like, so the, with the jacket that I got, right. So I bought a cosplay jacket that was off of Amazon and it wasn't, it's not perfect. I've already, I mean, it's, it's, if whoever made it saw the state that it's in on my sewing table over here, like they'd have a heart attack because it is completely Frankenstein over here right now. But, um, it doesn't take that much to kind of take this thing as, as a base and tweak it. And there's going to be some things that I just can't get rid of details that aren't right that are just permanently part of the jacket. But the stuff that I'm adding to it to make it right is going to overshadow any of those things. And nobody's going to notice that. So I'm, I'll be the only one that knows yep. by the time it's done. So. Yeah. And it. you don't need to apologize when, when somebody says, Oh, that looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, but 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 this one thing it isn't quite right. Just say thank you, people. No one say thank you, people. Yeah, yeah. Just say thank you. Um, hey John, did you did you order the space poppy shirt? I sure I did. did. Oh heck yeah, yeah, I did. Let me let me know when you find the hidden onion on it. <laughs> what? Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war, or do you want to just give me a gun? My father, he go toilet on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius, oh staves off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, <laughs> fathers. I'm just kidding, John. Hold I'm just kidding. We're, we're all oh, zooming man. in on the picture right now, trying to find the onion. Oh, I thought you were real. You totally should have. Been. Or am I? Yeah. Yeah, he put an oh, onion in an out burger on there. No, you, no, you is there a hidden onion on there? I, I gotta look at this. Is. That's gonna be hard. Hold on. There's no <laughs> way you did that. There's no way. If, there, if you is did, there a hidden onion. John, this is your segment. You're up. You guys see an onion on this thing? <laughs> Hold on, dude. I'm chilling. Hold on. Hold on. We're, I'm scanning. I'm gonna start from the top. We're we're, we're getting there. Yeah. Hold on. Space. Because <laughs> I'm looking at. Had his aerator. Watch there be like a little onion in his aerator. Hunters or on Hunter's hard drive. All right. Well, the online version might not be detailed enough this, to show it. I don't. I don't see anything. Yeah, it's very pixelated. Anyway, okay. So this week's Hunter's hard drive, <laughs> we are um, <clears throat> going to be talking about one of Brian's favorite movies in the world, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. <laughs> you finally watched it. You've watched it twice. Senior James Gunn. Yeah. I think I've watched it three times by now, um, wow. just because, wow. just just to wow. abs- abs- absorb as much as I can. It's not it's bad. Good. It's good. It's good. Well, let me, You're let not me watching something three times. It's I... not good. So just just for the record. Well, well, it it was no, yeah. So I love Marvel movies, and and while I didn't read a lot of the Guardians comics, I, I practically did, didn't read any of it. I know who they are for the most part, just from trading cards and 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 whatever. So. I, I was able to enjoy it somewhat. It's not that I don't enjoy it. Obviously, anyone that watches it enjoys it, but I, I feel more connected to the stuff I used to read when I was a kid, like the X-Men stuff that is pretty much garbage now. Like, we're going to get that 
hopefully more like like the Deadpool X X Force all the X stuff X Factor X Men uh, X Force everything like that. Um, so anyway, Guardians was great in some parts and other parts it it felt a little forced. Like How dare the you. the first third of the movie, I felt like was very like forced. Like 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 because because Rocket got shot randomly like by uh, by Adam Warlock. It wasn't like he like did like a death blow like nah he just like kind of blasted him and all of a sudden he couldn't breathe and and then the the, the med pack kind of made it worse and i felt like that was like the like the first third was like we're saving our friend like it was like no we're saving our friend like everything was very forced on that not forced i, I don't know how to say it in a nice way like it felt like they were trying well you to know rocket stole really... the battery right from from guardians 2 right so right, right. From Adam was... guardians 2 and we saw the cocoon yeah. at the end and then the post credit scene I, I'm, I'm fully aware of that now yeah so that's why at he went to rocket like, and shot him in the chest i got it powerful adam blast right but he shot he shot <laughs> um the other dude pretty hard too and he was because he's drax he can take it dead i can take it okay, no enough. you can't um so a couple a couple notes um, it was very sad overall. Like the whole yeah. theme with Rocket's little homies, you I know, it was it. just like so terribly sad. I, I feel so bad. The three times I watched it, I was I felt so terrible for his friends. They're poor innocent little animals. You know, the the people blow them up, get them out of here, kill them, do it. But the poor animals leave them alone. Poor sweet things. Um, uh, there were a lot of DC characters in this film that were actually actors. like pretty yeah yeah a lot of actors from the dc films that, that kind of shined a lot like nathan fillion and also um crap i'm 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 missing her name now but it's uh james gunn's wife um oh. I, I, I crap she was the receptionist lady that gets shot in the leg at the at the orgo ah. and then she ends yeah. up being in it too like she's eating and she's kind of laughing and stuff. Whatever. Yep. they were all really funny um and um uh, okay and i'll let i'll let you guys talk about it um yeah go ahead sorry go ahead a- any of you guys are maybe brian i feel like brian needs to oh you want to go straight to me <laughs> yeah dude you, i, I want to hear what, you're very me, enthusiastic about this film so this this was like the best thing since since endgame i mean the the emotional roller coaster just like you said about like all the animal stuff like come on and you can't just do that like you can't do that easily like i've literally cried everything i've watched this movie six times and i've cried some sort of tear <laughs> at some point in time mainly mainly when rocket meets back up with lila when he's like dying and he meets that that one gets me every time because you're just yeah. like he's so stoked to get back to his friends and then he's like can i come yeah and she's yeah yeah of course yeah, and it's almost like it's Deadpool. Like, not yet. It's like Deadpool too, right? Like, like when he sees his yeah. girl and he's coming back, and she's like, "Nah, you're good." But like this is like on a whole different level. I don't know the the storytelling that James Gunn did, like, is is top tier. I mean, the whole movie to me, the music, how it's like genre, right? Like, if you if you've watched Guardians three and you haven't watched one and two in a while go back and watch one and two because as soon as I watched three, I went home and started watching two and one and two again. And I was like, dude, there's things in one when they're arresting rocket and 
Star-Lord and Gamora, they call him by his number. They call Rocket by his number. Like there's just stupid oh. little things like that where you're like, when you go back and it's in one and two, there's all these tiny details that tie into three that you don't even, you don't even realize it until you go back and really, really watch it again. Um, you know, when I, when I watched that part where they're arresting him and they called him by his number, I was like blown away that like, here's, I mean, that movie was made how long ago? Eight years ago? That Seven it was years relevant, ago? Right. It's totally relevant. Um, but I, I, I loved how, the movie started and like people basically were dying and you were like, Oh my God, they're doing it. They're doing it right now. They're killing Drax. They're killing rocket. They're like, they're killing everybody like right off the bat. And they kind of kept doing that through the movie, which I thought was, yeah, was genius because the, the trailer, they did it like three times. The trailers led you down this path. Drax, rocket and star Lord towards the end. You're like, yep. bro, like yeah, everyone, you're like, just like, what but then all do? of a sudden, did they're that just, look cool? You're like, get the, yeah, they're just pulling on your strings <laughs> you're like, Come the on, whole bro. time. Yeah. But, but that, that combined with the music, how it's the next generation, right? Like, and if you, again, you go back and watch one and two, the songs, the music that goes with it are very like, they're genre based. They're in like the same time period. And this is all what would you guys say? It's nineties music. It's nineties, early two thousands. Like it's like the music all kind of like yeah. ties together for the most part. There, there's some, yeah. Some, you, you start with creep. I mean, that that's kind of like a 19, late 1990s. Yeah. Radiohead. Yeah. 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 Radiohead. Yeah. yeah. 90s. And, and they really, I mean, the fact that they made this, it was like rockets origin story was just awesome because rocket yeah, was rocket always centric. so gruff yeah. and through again, Go back and watch one and two. Watch Infinity War. Watch Endgame, where Rocket started to become a little more soft. Like, whereas he was always just a a hole. Like he didn't care about nothing, and you know, small things of, of like uh, uh, Endgame when when they when um, Nebula comes down on the ship, and her and Rocket get together and they hold hands. Like just little tiny things that that bring it all together um the comedy in this movie i mean it was like a perfect send-off the one-liners drop it the one-liners the comedy drax turning him you're you're not the destroyer you're meant to be a dad oh you know what i mean i mean we're all fathers like the 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 stuff that was in this movie, I, I, I every time I talk to anyone about it, I get super excited because I just I think it's like perfectly done. Anytime James Gunn posts anything on social media, I'm always like, dude, thank you. Like the movie was phenomenal. Um, dropping the first f bomb in Marvel, that was uh, awesome. <laughs> like, dude, when when she couldn't open the door, <laughs> she right? couldn't open the door. He's like, get in the fucking car. Like, what do I do now? <laughs> It is so good. It was so perfect. It was perfect. It was so that perfect. Was the end, the, the Beastie Boys in the hallway, and then when when Rocket finally finally got up against uh, the hot whatever his name is, I always forget his name. Purple Boy, High Evolutionary, um, and then it's like everyone comes in to help. Like, dude, come on, man. Yeah, last minute. Like, it was. I, I I really like. I understand you. You probably have a you know a little bit of certain things that you felt rushed or whatever. But to me. Dude, I've literally watched this movie six times now, and every single time I'm like, "Dude, this thing's perfect." Like, there's literally nothing. I the would good change. parts were very so, good. Yeah. Yep. 
the good parts were very good. The 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 sure. the, the Groot part at the end where he's like, I love you guys. And I was kind of like, I yeah. didn't really need that. But then when you learn that it's... When you understand. When you understand why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we understand him now. Yeah. Because you understand him now. Like, it's, every, it's that's just genius. how Rocket could always talk to him. Rocket always understood because he had the connection. Yeah, the whole time. They, and they all do for the most part. Now we do too. <laughs> Perfection, yeah, dude. That was cool. I, I literally like, dude, that was cool. I have it on right now too. The Orgo Corp guys, come on, dude. <laughs> Ramey, you you watched it, right? Kind of weird, but yeah. So I I meant to, and then and then and I asked you guys. I'm like, okay, oh. so do I? Because somebody was like, well, you need to watch the Christmas thing because it takes place, but like it was before that. And then I asked you guys, I'm like, so do I need to watch the Christmas thing? And you're like, no, it's it's just extra. You don't have to watch it. And then I watched it anyways. And so and, <laughs> and but, but that, that, that ended up take, that, that ended up taking the time that I was going to put towards watching this so um although i didn't i did thoroughly Oof. enjoy the christmas thing and that will now be in my rotation so um and the christmas thing is a warm-up for it me. was like it was actually i was i was cracking up it's pretty entertaining it's fun. yeah it's and, there, fun. and there were some cool little nods to yondu in that that uh that obviously wouldn't be in in the films if he's not alive anymore but uh like come on like at the at, the, at the end where you're like he you find out that like the re- at the beginning, like when he's get in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, he's, he's in that one uh, that one shop with the guy that's like buying yeah. the artifacts. And then he's like, "You yeah. got any more of these little guys? I'd like to collect them and line them up on my console." Like you find it, like yeah. he got to doing that because Peter gave him some little thing, and yeah. then then he started collecting those things, and that's why he's got them lined up on his console. It's just like all this, yeah. little, like you were saying, like the little dad moment kind of things. So, so many details. Yeah. You'll get to it and you'll enjoy it. We were yeah, we were watching. Sure. Um, we just a, a a side note, a tangent. We've been watching all the X Men, the Fox X Men movies, like in order. And we're on. We just finished first class, and then I was asking my wife. I was like, "Hey, Kevin Bacon was the villain. Does that mean that X Men First Class, the movie, was in the MCU?" And then we were just like looking at each other, like trying to figure that out. Like, how would that work? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, Kevin Bacon. I, I guess I'll go next. I, I I told you guys this before, right after I watched it, and I still stand by it. I think that this movie, Guardians 3, has cemented uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy as probably one of the best trilogies to come out in the last 25 years. Because every single iteration that we've got from these characters, whether it was Guardians 1, 2, uh, Infinity, War, Endgame, um, just everything, it's it's been nothing short of cohesive and, I mean, perfect for these characters. Quality, um, yeah. You know, Guardians 2, I didn't really like it as much, but then after watching 3... It's one of those movies now that I appreciate so much more having having seen three and then going back to watch two. Um, like with those the gold people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, you know, you really yeah. don't care about them in, in part two because they're not they're not, you know, main they don't to the seem story. Relevant. Right. They don't seem relevant. Yeah. Um and then yeah, and then yeah, just like the little things like going back to part one when Peter's mom is dying and and she's like you know, her, she's literally, her life is flashing before her eyes as she's dying. And she's telling little Peter, 
uh, oh, you look just like your daddy, like an angel filled with light. And, and you're like, what? Like, it doesn't even make sense to you until you see ego in part two. And then you realize, yeah. oh, she, she wasn't talking Literally. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then in part three, you realize that, I don't, I don't know if we had talked about this before, but when, when Peter sees his mom in part three, that's another version of the astral plane that like uh, they have like in Black Panther and in Moon Knight. It, he was actually there. Like it wasn't just a vision. Like, oh man, like all these little things that they just pepper in. Um, yeah. You know, you guys touched on, on pretty much everything with the main characters, but I think, I think one of the reasons that I like this movie so much is because we got a proper true villain with uh, uh, what's this? Chikwudi Iwuji. I mean that yeah. that actor. <laughs> he was nasty. Hard to pronounce. Crush it. I'm He's so good. I'm so glad they didn't That's kill him. That's another DC actor. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm so alive. glad they didn't kill him because I want to see him come back in something else. Like absolutely, Brian. You didn't know they didn't kill him. No. They filmed this. Yep. They filmed the scene. They cut it. It's in. I don't know if it's in the deleted scenes, but it's confirmed. There was a. Uh, they shot Drax like carrying him off the ship. So they they saved him. He's he's on. Uh, what is that? Nowhere. The nowhere. Yeah, he's on yeah. nowhere as like a prisoner. Dude, he was. Um, he was faceless. He, he was one of those. <laughs> He was one of those just Jacked up. the best He's villains rocking. because you just hate him so much. You're just like I'm like He's Thanos. Such a you're just jerk. like you're yeah. so invested in wanting them to go down. Psychopath. He's not. He's yeah. not. This guy was more arrogant. Yeah, more. Yeah. Well, more with the animal cruelty psychopath. stuff yeah. too. I mean, the animal cruelty yeah. stuff is just dude. The fuck it. And oh. the guy that would throw the rocket in his cage too. It's like oh, Floor man. and Lila. Don't so, don't hit those animals. So Ramy, yeah. I know you haven't <laughs> seen it. I know you haven't watched it yet. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, this part. But when you go to Dragon Con, and I won't be there, I want you to just, every time you see somebody like in the crowd that is looking at your costume and you lock eyes with them, I just want you to be like, just tap your heart, okay? Okay. Just from a, from across the, the convention floor, just tap your heart. It's like a Ravager thing, right? Yeah. I, I didn't touch on this too, what they did with Gamora. How they work. Praise James Gunn. Like she's slowly <laughs> coming around, but not really. But not, not really, but, but slowly. But, but they didn't. Really. They didn't give you the easy thing, which no. would just be have her come back around. She didn't just fall. Oh, in love. The whole rom com. Yeah. No. Like they didn't fall into the, yeah. the trope of being a rom com with those two. Nope. Yeah. Peter had to it's deal like with they, it. They they knocked on the door, but they didn't open it. They said we're cool, but we're but not yeah. going back. Joe, sorry, Joe. What do you think of it? I mean, you so guys, exciting. you guys hit everything <laughs> spot on. Uh, the only thing I would add is the, is the music, which, you know, yes, we have '90s music, but the timing of the music. So again, back to James Gunn. The timing, the, you you want to see fan service slow motion walking to a cool song. You got to yeah. see the whole crew walking down the hallway totally. in slow motion. So I, you guys, when you go to Dragon Con, you need to practice your slow mo walk, whatever you do. But um, <laughs> and you know what, Joe, adding to that. I I heard that that um when they were filming these scenes that that these songs were sp- picked specifically for these scenes and they would play them while they were filming Blasting. so they would get into that yeah. vibe I guess yeah, yeah. that makes we, that makes a awesome. ton of sense it's that makes cool. a ton of sense and right? um, yeah 
And then, uh, you know, Kevin Kiner with music filling in the other stuff. It's just the, the music is like that other layer that we sometimes forget. You know, you're watching a movie and you're entranced. If you guys watched Oppenheimer, the music sent it to the next level. Um, that was, you know, the music and all these films we kind of overlook, but the fact that it's Guardians, so it's going to be these classic hits, beautiful. Perfect selection. Uh, each time, each movie. Uh, we're all singing the, the tunes when you're watching the movie for the first time, but we all know the words to these songs. So it's just it's just so cool, man. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I wanted to add. Uh, oh, and then those big uh, those what was that? Uh, organ. The Orgo Corp. City? Orgo Corp suits. So Security sick. <laughs> yeah, the skin suits. They're, they're, yeah, but then they're like inflated. It was just kind of fun. That dude, when he was, when yeah, he was talking like about the dude rockets. behind him, he's like, "Oh, it's the boss's cousin or whatever." <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's an idiot. He's like, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's an idiot. I have a friend like that. (laughs) Yeah, like humor's so good, dude. Oh god, I get it. I've got a friend like that. When Mantis turns the guard, (laughs) gives him gives him the uh, the googly eyes for Drax, makes him into Drax. Drax? Oh, (laughs) and he's all, (laughs) and he's like, why do you always do that? (laughs) And he realized that's what she always does. So funny. Yeah, it was good. So good. All right, thanks, boys. Uh, so I guess we're keeping that on the hard drive. Absolutely. Constant rotation. Yeah. I, th- I think, I, I don't remember who, yep. who said it, but I the, just, when the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out, somebody had said it was one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. So, and I think, <laughs> and I, I think the other ones have held, <laughs> held true to that. So I, it's there Steven, it you said it. You heard it here first. What trilogy Second. where you're like, all three of them are like slam dunk home run there's a few the characters there's a few i mean how they're cast like lord of the rings how they're written agree 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 i just um um emotional roller coaster is is man of steel not so much any movie that makes you go through those emotions you know that's that's big yeah it's huge makes you feel it i think star wars i don't know star wars is great we love Star Wars. That's why we're here. Trilogy. Hey, Steven. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I was trying to think. Lord of the Rings was what? 2002? A long time ago. In a galaxy far, really? far away. Oh. Was it 2000s or 90s? I feel like. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Lord of the Rings is insane. It was a long time ago. But Schmeagel's a little much. Like sometimes. Mm. I'll re- I'll revise my statement to say the best trilogy in the last twenty years. Precious, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Okay, twenty years. Because Batman was close. Nolan's Batman was close, but that third one just. Bleh. Yep. Did they film Lord of the Rings yeah. all at the same time? All three yeah. movies. Yeah. I right. I think, I think they did them back so. to back. Yeah. Because yeah. they filmed for ten it was years. Like ten, ten years. Ten, of yeah. Filming. Ten years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that would that be Elijah Wood. That would be uh, a difference. interview. Or I don't know, man. Fast and Furious is kind of cool. <laughs> Tokyo Drift, dude. dude that, or not. That's not a that trilogy. That's, <laughs> that's a atology. That's a deca deca decology. <laughs> We're only watching Tokyo Drift in this house. Did you guys find that onion yet? <laughs> I stop. I'll go back and look. Yeah, stop. Wreck, wow. bro. Yeah, so being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. 
So I wanted to start us off this week uh, reminding everybody that if you've got news that you want to hear us talk about on the show, email us at news at thedadbatch.com and we might read your news article and give you a shout out on the show. So a lot of Disney, everything is uh, Disney related. So we're not, <laughs> not a lot of Star Wars stuff here. We're going to talk about Disney today. Um, so yesterday they had their Q3 earnings call. Um, and on that, uh, everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite uh, corporate executive right now <laughs> is uh, Bob Iger, which is funny because everybody, like when he came back, everybody's like, oh, thank God he's back. And that other guy's out. And yeah. then now it's like, he's, he's the bad guy. So it's, you know, uh, flavor doesn't, uh, doesn't win to be in the big chair. Um, so they announced some Disney plus price changes that'll be taking place. Um, so they've got an ad supported version now that is $7.99, which is, I, I don't even know what I'm paying anymore, but I thought that's what I was paying already and I don't get commercials. So, um, there's no option for an annual plan. So it's just $7.99 a month. Um, and that is ad supported. That's the new bottom tier. There's an ad free version that is now $13.99 a month. Um, or you can do $139.99 a year prepay. Um, there's a there's a couple of bundles around um, Hulu and Disney Plus. Both of them net out to be twenty dollars. Although I think in one of them, like Disney Plus is ad free, but Hulu has ads, and then the other one, Hulu Plus is or Hulu's ad free, and then Disney Plus has like so you can take your pick and get one of them ad free and one of them not. Um, those are twenty dollars a month. Again, no annual prepay available for those. Um, and these price changes go into effect on October 12th. Do you, do you know if they're, if they're still doing, and I never look at mine either, same thing, but I signed up at D23. I did too. Which was like a special we were, like thing. You and me and what, like yeah. a couple other people, Stephen probably, like we were all lined up at the little kiosks next to each other. And yeah. Bought like three years for like 60 bucks or something stupid. Yeah, because I because I did all I did the package too because I do Hulu and ESPN too ESPN Plus so I wonder if they're still like doing a special discount for that or no it's like yeah you guys got enough you're I don't we're I don't think so I don't think so so although I I'd have to look so if uh, if you want you can probably prepay for your year before the price changes go into effect and get the current rate. Oh, so if yeah. if the system is not clever enough to stop you from doing that, I would recommend maybe looking at that option. So also on the earnings call, um, they presented the Disney plus lineup for the rest of the year. Now, to be fair, the list had like a couple little asterisks on it and it said not exhaustive and subject to change, but it was interesting that uh, skeleton crew was not on the list. And I would have expected it to be because star Wars is a bit of a banner property, right? You'd think that they would make sure that anything star Wars related would be on a list. If they're even, even an abbreviated one, so it's interesting to see that that was missing. Um, don't know if that means that it's being pushed out into next year or not, but we shall see. John's like shaking his head. I know. I heard Deadpool was removed from the list too. Oh, interesting. Well, not not Disney Plus, but just movies in general. Yeah. Hmm. But we know that we know that they're still working on it. So, and I think that the list that they were focused on because it was a Q3 earnings call was just now through the end of the year. And I don't know if that was their annual calendar year or their fiscal year. Cause the, this is, we're obviously like, this is the Q3 call, which so they're a quarter off because they're on a, like a weird fiscal year. So, um, 
Hollywood Reporter has become the latest industry news outlet to throw their hat into the ring on the rumored Disney sale to Apple. Now, I know we've talked about this a little bit um, outside of the show, but I don't. we haven't talked about it on the show yet, so I thought maybe we could get into it a little bit here. And just for some interesting factoids around this, Steve Jobs bought Pixar from George Lucas, because George Lucas actually created Pixar. I don't know if everybody knows that, but... Steve Jobs bought Pixar off of Lucas in 1986, and then of course Disney turned around and bought Pixar from from Jobs or, or Apple. Um, Lucas then later sold Lucasfilm to Disney for 4.4 billion dollars, and now Apple, which is valued at a whopping 2.8 trillion dollars, is looking at absorbing Disney, which is valued at about 158 billion. So. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of money bouncing around here um, now, and it's interesting. Like Apple might not actually be interested in Disney in its current state, um, because there, there's there are some bits and pieces of, of Disney that just are not part of what Apple would want in their portfolio. And I think they're really interested, predominantly interested in in theme park merchandising um, and streaming specifically. So uh, things like ABC. It's kind of standard terrestrial broadcasts, not Apple's jam. Um, their freeform channel. And then Hulu, which is an odd match here because it's yet another streaming service to be thrown into the mix. Those are three properties that are kind of th being thrown around as possible things that could be spun out and taken just individually sold off and not be part of the Apple acquisition. Steven's, Steven's brow is furrowed like, no, I just I, I I think it's I think it's a smart move if if Disney gets rid of those subsidiaries. It's a smart move smart move twofold because it makes them look sweeter to Apple, but then it also makes them look sweeter to the FCC because yes, yeah. Then you're getting rid of like any monopoly questions by spinning yes by spinning those things out. It it strips down the it's not as much of a behemoth anymore. Like it's not. Yes. Yep. So interesting. I, Iger's contract is currently set to run through 2026. And I, I think the timing of that is interesting because it would take about that long for something like this to go through. And I, that, and that extension is a recently new thing. Um, you know, he had, he had come back after the other guy was gone. Um, and I think they had set a contract date and date for him at that point in time. And then they extended it out to 26, the end of 26, which I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't remember the specifics on those date changes, but I do remember at the time thinking that it was an odd extension. Like why extend it to from where it was to that spot? It seemed weird. Like why not longer or, or, or line it up with a different calendar than that. But, um, I think that there's something in that the dates of his contract extension that signals, like he's going to be here to help shepherd that acquisition over and see it through. Hmm. So that would be wild. I mean, Apple's got the platform. They've got a device in everybody's hands and in everybody's house to deliver the content. So they've got the delivery mechanism. They just need more content. So, they just need the IP. Yeah. 
They need the IP that Disney just happens to yeah. own everything. Yeah, and and <laughs> you know, I I don't have a particular problem with it. I've heard that there's like issues and complaints around Disney Plus's kind of user experience of navigating the menus and things like that. And Apple is very much a UX centric organization. Like they know how to build things that are easy to use. So um, again, they just want the content. That's crazy. The new iPhone is going to have mouse ears. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, it'll all be screens. It'll be screens. It'll be like one round screen and then two little rounds. Yeah, it's just know. it's just crazy to think that it's a baby Apple, Yoda phone. How much was Apple worth? Did you say it was like in the trillion? Two point eight trillion dollars. Three trillion or something. Oh. Is this current market value? And and how much was Disney? One hundred and fifty eight billion. That's like nothing. That's like. Nothing. Like, what does Logie yeah. say? Like, uh, boot compared to Apple, meet Ant. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, Disney's value is a rounding error in Apple's world. Jeez, isn't <laughs> that crazy, dude? So I just bad. I can't wrap my brain around like those kinds of like. Oh, man. Like if <laughs> who's the CFO for for Apple? <laughs> that person, that person's got a brain like Mega Mind. Yeah. It's just like freaking. Yeah, Disney, Disney, and, Disney's and, worth about seventeen percent, not even twenty percent of Apple. And you want, and there's something crazy too. There's a there's a my buddy's brother-in-law. He lives in in my neighborhood, and my buddy lives down the street from me. His brother-in-law. I met him and I was like talking to him. He's like a super funny dude. He was one of four accountants that did the transition when Disney bought Fox. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he lives in a big house. <laughs> a okay, big so I just house. looked this up. The total U.S. economy <laughs> equals twenty six trillion, and Disney. Or I'm Apple. sorry, Apple has about about three trillion. <laughs> the one one company that's insane that's nuts hey they do a lot of fun stuff man i'm a fan i mean we're on them right now we're using everything that's i know i'm surrounded by most stuff of us have i'm a fan of them and disney if it's a phone if it's a watch if it's a computer something okay one other store story slash topic um and this one we're going to this one's going to be a little more of a roundtable kind of a conversation because I'm, I'm curious. Oh. So uh, like Disney started an AI task force earlier this year to look into the technology and its applications. Um, this started, they've had this before, uh, the strikes. This, this predates all of that. Um, they currently have 11 job openings, especially in AI and machine learning, uh, listed on the, the company's, spanning the, the different uh, parts of the company ranging from the theme parks to Imagineering um, and all of it. So uh, the, the, even the, uh, like I haven't done the Star Cruiser thing and, and none of us here have, but I guess they've got like a little computer screen that you can talk to like a droid or whatever in the room. Is that right? So yeah, you can ask it anything. That that thing is an early project that they had started uh, specifically for that that is completely ai based so you're you're basically talking to chat gpt when you talk to that little droid um and that's and that's been in, in the parks for however long what a couple of years now since well a year i guess a little over a year since uh the star cruiser opened up so i mean they've been dabbling in this for a while and i gotta say like from a 
So I work in my day job in technology. Um, but we've taken a very different approach to AI. Like I, it is something that I have encouraged my engineers to, to embrace from like, I, like I want them to understand how to use it as a tool and not be afraid of it being this thing that's going to work them out of a job. If you think about it, like everything that we, like the, the brushes in Photoshop, like the, 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 the little things, there's so many little things that we have in our day-to-day -day lives that are, John's, John's talking, but he's muted. Um, there's so many things that we've got in our day-to-day -day lives that, that are actually stemmed from earlier versions of this technology. Like, you know, when you go into Photoshop and you put the spray paint brush and it does the spa paint splatter and runs down or whatever, like that's an algorithm, which is all these things are. So again, it's, it's, there, there are ways that you can use this as a tool to make your day-to-day -day more efficient because the fact of the matter is it's not a matter at least in the way I run my engineering organization, it's not a matter of this thing is going to come and take your job away. I got a lot of stuff I need you guys to be doing that is more valuable than some of the things that you're working on right now from a, like, that we just need to be doing these things. Um, let's see how we can let this thing be a tool that we can use to make our day-to-day -day smarter and, and like, it's not gonna work. In my world, it's not gonna work anybody out of a job. So um, now, did, when Disney's talking about like, oh, well, we're gonna, we're gonna scan all of the background actors and pay them one day's rate, and then we're gonna let AI like turn them into a background act. Like, that's kind of BS. That is not the way that it should work. So, like any technology, there's good things you can do with it, and there's bad things that you can do with it. Um, so you know, you got to make sure that you're not what a Google's on the tile floor of Google's office is like. Don't be evil. Like it literally says that on the etched in the floor of their building but i think like don't think, like you can you can be a dick with this stuff or you can use it to do cool things and so the difficult part is i think most people who are think more with morals realize you know we're on the side of hey do the right thing with this technology yeah. however we already know that businesses if there's no law written or if there's nothing in legislation that says you can't do this but you can do that if there's nothing yep. written businesses will always Nothing's push the them. envelope yep. always 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 they will never on their own be morally morally make decisions they 100%. never will it will go that's too just, it'll go too far and then there will be backlash and it'll rebound to some and then like eventually the ripples in the pond even out and then there's some new steady state and so until laws are yeah. written it's not going to change and 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 right now who's pushing back against these businesses it's it's actors and writers and those folks whose livelihoods are at stake, and we know that morally, the businesses should cooperate and work with these folks, but the businesses are gonna make their money. Right. That, that the money is, that, you know. And and here's the other piece too: is we use these products. Like, are we gonna be angry at these corporations that provide us Disney Plus that I have right behind me right now, where I'm using these Apple phones right now? Like, you know what I mean? So it's, oof. Yeah, Stephen, you're muted. Yeah, you're not going to not use your iPhone. It's such a tough conversation. Yeah. And, and I mean, before we, I mean, I know we're getting into it already, but before we even get further into it, we're not going to solve anything. No, here, we're, right? we're, we're just a bunch of Star Wars nerds. We don't know what we're talking about. But, yeah. but <laughs> I, I, I do think. We don't even know what we're talking about. I do about, think yeah. that, um, and and Ramey, I, I was, I, I think I saw the same article that you're, you're uh, reading from 
but one of the things that that Disney is, and I'm, I I fully support everyone that's striking and has been impacted by everything that's going on. Uh, but I think one of the things that that Disney is is trying to you have to look at it from their point of view, right? Like they're 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 a business, also they're feeding th- thousands and thousands of of mouths themselves. I think they're looking at it from a standpoint um, from creating their own task force is how do they protect themselves and not in, not into the, not so much as like, Oh, we want to make sure that we're keeping, you know, the largest cut of the profit as we can. But I think they have a valid, they also to have a valid concern because AI is AI and forgive me if I'm, overreaching here but i think ai is the new atom bomb i just saw oppenheimer so it's like fresh in my brain right but one of the things that oppenheimer was just struggling with his entire life after the discovery of the atom bomb was should we have done this right because there's a point now that it exists now people are going to use it are they going to use it for good are they going to use it for bad and i think ai is important enough in our society that it's it's kind of something like that it exists now so what are we going to do with it there's not there's literally nothing stopping the five of us from coming together and creating something creating a new intellectual property a la star wars or marvel or whatever using ai and having that having us release it and become something amazing. There's, there's nothing stopping us, but isn't like, th- there's nothing stopping us from doing that yeah. and using there's no regulations, right. There's and no using rules. the AI tools. Now, what if you multiply right. that by hundreds and thousands of small companies that could potentially put a hurt on the larger companies like Disney or Paramount or whoever. And I think that's what they're trying to really look at here is it. I, I, I really don't think that they're trying to screw like their employees and, and their contractors out of, out of pay and jobs. I think, I think there has to be a happy medium that everyone has to come into agreement with. I mean, I think, I think that in some aspect it, it, it's what y'all are saying. It was like, they are a big company and their job is to make money. And they're gonna, and it, it's not cutting corners. It's how do you be more efficient, right? And some exactly. of us yeah. work for. Well, giant they're not breaking companies. laws because there are no laws. <laughs> yeah, some of us work for giant companies. And we know that, that that's how this works. Like you, you, you constantly are reevaluating like where your position is in certain aspects, and how can you how can you be more profitable on that? And then I also think it, it's too. It's like what Ramy said. Is like there's so many nuances to this. Nothing's black and white. And we kind of live in a very like black and white world through social media because everything's so, uh, polarized. Yeah. Well, not even polarized. It's fast, right? Like it's, 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 I always say it's instant coffee, right? It's like, you want this, it's now. So that makes, that makes our ability to analyze and absorb nuanced issues it makes us enabled to do that 
because we're just looking for the black and white answer. The it's this or that. And and you don't you don't have the ability to look at the you know, 50,000 feet, like look at the big picture as to what's going on and understand that there's going to be nuances here and there. It's not black and white. Life is not black and white. Nothing is black and white. There's some movies. That's it. Like it's just not it's not it's not that simple of So yeah, and this isn't the first time that we're kind of, I mean, it's super controversial now and it's in everybody's fresh memory, but, or memory that's fresh. Uh, 10 years ago, NSA, and I used to work back in my prior job, NSA, that type of stuff. NSA was on the Hill and they're trying to tell the citizens, hey, we're not after your cell cellular, uh, we're not listening in, uh, because people were freaking out that, that people discovered oh, wait, when I'm on my cell phone, NSA can collect this? And the answer was, yes, they can, but they're not doing anything with it. But that still bothered people. And so as you look at AI, AI is combing everything right now. Well, who said that you couldn't comb everything? As far as I know, when I go on the internet and I post something public, it's in the open. Do I still own it? Yeah, I might own it, but it's out in the open. So there were no rules written saying from Congress or whoever, hey, AI, only look at things that you've created or your own no, like when we Google, I'm Googling just random stuff that's just hitting the internet. And so so basically, just similar to the whole cellular thing back in the day, if you bought a phone and you talked, it's a frequency. You don't own that frequency. It, it nobody owns it. It's just out there. So 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 but but there was so much so much concern that Congress stepped in and wrote law. And I think that's what's gonna have to happen here, is there's gonna be so much concern that Congress is going to have to step in and write laws and put parameters. But until that happens, which is not going to happen anytime soon, businesses are going to do what they need, what they feel they need to do. I don't agree that if it's morally, I'm not saying here to say that they're wrong or right. I'm just saying businesses will move as they feel they can and should that that's and, and actors and writers will move as, as they should through this. But until laws are written, it's going to be messy. It's going to be super messy. Yeah. Think about what they did with like Luke in the Mandalorian, right? Or, or Grand Moff Tarkin in, in Rogue One. If Disney really wanted to replace background actors, they wouldn't need to even scan them. <laughs> like they could just make some CG characters and stick them in the back. Random people. Yeah. So like, like every clone in the Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. Exactly. <laughs> Very controversial. Uh, yeah. A lot of nuances, people. It's not black and white. It's not easy. That's life. Nothing is black and white. It ain't easy being greedy, hey. baby. <laughs> Ramey, I was just wondering. Uh, so the internet, by definition, is multiple computers connected to each other, right? Correct. Yeah, basically. So if you post anything to the internet, isn't that considered public domain? Well, huh. okay. So there's, I mean, you can... There's plenty. You there, can copyright stuff. You, you, can, you can copyright it. Um, there are places that you can put information, like in a private Dropbox account or in a Google Drive that is behind a password. It's on the internet, but it's not publicly accessible. Um, but think about this. 20 years ago, I opened, like when Yahoo had Flickr as their online photo sharing. So like, I don't even know if either Yahoo or Flickr exists anymore, but like everybody was uploading all their digital photos to Flickr and you had to like sign their little end user licensing agreement when you signed up for your account. 
And if you didn't hit the right combination of checkboxes or whatever, those pictures were just openly available to the public to search for. Dude, think about think and, about anybody that's listening to this show that's done a that's done a report or had to do a PowerPoint, and it involved pictures. Where did you get those images Google from? Yeah. You, you, yeah. you did a search, Google search. Yeah. You grabbed it. Did, did anybody that's ever done that contact the creator of that image and ask for permission to put it in their PowerPoint and use it? That's true. Yeah. Never. Well, you don't have but, to. But in those situations, photo, right? that picture was placed. That, nobody ever. That picture was placed somewhere publicly by someone anyway, who. Right? didn't read the EULA because no one ever reads the EULA and they clicked the checkbox and hit yes because it was the only way that they could get access to the service that they wanted for free. If you're not yeah. being charged, they're making the money off of you. Oh, so you're the product. If, if you're not paying for the product, you're you are the product. product. And so if you, oh. if you click yes and say, and to the EULA and hit okay, and now your stuff is accessible, guess what? They're making their money off of it others having access to your information, whether it's pictures or whatever. So, you know, and, yep. and again, everybody clicks yes and, and okay and whatever, because again, they want yeah. the service that they thought that they were going to get for free. And the only way to get it is to click the checkbox and hit okay. It's a lot there. So we're not going to solve this. Yeah. Here. I need Oof. to get the new iPhone. Speaking of, um, yeah. Just have you thought of a uh, Steven, you're, you're muted, bro. You're, you're muted, man. <laughs> iPhone, iPhone 15, TV, man. TV kicks. Gotta get it. With mouse ears. Mm. iPhone 1000. It's in your mind. Yeah. So look, it's it's a it's a it's a meaty subject. Call Brian. We're not we're not the ones that are gonna crack this nut. We I can I can speak for. From experience, every everyone everyone on this show one hundred percent supports the things that like the people that are striking are, are advocating for. Like nobody wants them to get ripped off. No, people want the writers and actors to get their their fair wage. Um, and the to Joe's point, this is ultimately only going to get sorted out in court because they they we need precedent to get set, and then they need to get some laws in place that have the right levels of protection in place. And and again, like even like. My company's experimenting with with AI for things that, not to again, not to take someone's job away, but to to let us do something that we otherwise never would have been able to do in the first place, like at scale. That like because if the idea is like okay, you can either have ten thousand people doing this thing that you're never going to be able to have ten thousand people doing this thing, or you can have the computer do it for you. That's essentially like what computers have always done is to take. The work that would have otherwise taken a large number of people a long amount of time to accomplish and do it faster. That's all this. That's all this is. So it's just the next wave of of technology that that we're going to have to wrap our heads around, and and we've got to be its master instead of being afraid of it being the other way around. I you know I mean I get it I get it I get both sides because it's like okay think of think of like any of the productions uh, that any of us have seen, right. Where you have a lot of background actors, uh, just take, gosh, I don't know. Um, take Andor for example, cause we always talk about that first, uh, scene that they shot, which was the last scene of the series. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you call it the money shot because it literally takes the most capital to film those scenes. So you have all those yeah. background actors, right? But what happens, so what happens in a traditional sense, What like today, 
what would happen if you need to reshoot some of those scenes? Like, it's just, there's no getting around it. You have to reshoot those particular scenes. You'd have to call all of those background actors back. No, you don't. You just call different back. You just put out a call for X number of background. They don't have, you don't they don't have to be the same you people. I, I, okay. I'm, but you have, to, you don't, it doesn't have to be the same true. people. That's not, what, that's not what I'm saying. You still, you have, still to have to call background, background actors, actors back. Yeah. To fill those spots and those costumes. Yeah. yeah whereas, yeah. whereas, right. yeah. whereas, if you had all of them digitally scanned, then the editing bay and and the visual is the the the, the post viz or pre viz whatever could just go in right. and kind of move them around and Ed. fix whatever they got to fix. But then then but pay them if they to do it. If they were like, that that that's it. Yeah. If they were like, okay, we're going to use these people's IDs or or data or whatever, we're going to have to get them all vouchers or whatever for the day, even if we use, it's, you know, whatever. We it's use their a modern-day equivalent of residuals. That Boom. thing airs six years you later on, on Cinemax or whatever the heck channel you're watching it on, and you get paid again. All of a sudden, you get a check for something because it, it aired again. And, like, again, if, yeah. if your image is used again down the line, you get paid again. So th- those things need to – back to the – the, it, we need we need we need litigation Literally we need that. we need yeah. new rules new laws in place new agreements and contracts that have this taken into consideration did you guys did you guys see that the uh the vfx guys joined yeah the strike yeah this well, week? yeah because they're gonna they voted to form their own union yeah yeah the union i'm so has, happy about that yeah. because i don't want to keep because you know like i when i think about like when i yeah, think about the marvel shows and the marvel yeah, movies you know, you want those those VFX guys to have a good life because oh, that's that's what they go huge. to school for. That's what they do for 16 hours a it's day and just think that yeah. somebody had to for 16 hours a day, somebody had to digitally render Modoc's butt in Ant-Man 3. <laughs> you know, like when he goes home, he doesn't feel good about Pretty that. Cool. You know what I mean? Like. He's Pay like, oh him. man, I work sixty-four hours this week. Dude, that gotta get that detail on that crack. Yeah, Just so like getting so let's let's or the guy that does the Hulk <laughs> in baby like crack. Endgame, and then the guy that has to do She-Hulk. Oh, <laughs> dude, or girl. <laughs> so uh, in the in the chat on Joe's live stream, uh, Dad Dad Tween's got a good point. So even if the contract says that like you're going to get paid for us reusing you six months later or whatever. All of the like the wardrobe people that came out and helped you get dressed that would have gotten paid that second day don't get paid. The the, the makeup people that yeah. come out and make you look good they yeah, don't get paid ooh. for that second day. Like if it's all CG, isn't that a right. whole other issue? Though? That's yeah, like, just like an layers. onion, John. Um, like it's got the layers. <laughs> <sighs> I said cake. Boom. Dang, Amy's <laughs> getting on onion before. <laughs> but but no, Slicing but again, but that's Am that's I the muted? point. Like What's it's that on? complicated. It's because. Those those Imagine folks would crap. would otherwise be out of a job, even though that yeah. actor might get paid in that scenario. Those, those other people aren't going to. It's got many degrees. No craft service that day. Oh, oh crafty. I will say though, for like background actors and stuff, like whoa, what point do they just start? They just stop filming movies in real real places. Well, if this goes through, what we would have just, to stop. Everything's the 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 void or whatever. The volume. The volume. Everything becomes the, the volume. volume. But that happens. Like background though. actors too. Like a lot of stuff I, is the volume. Listen, background actors. I think if you showed up and you made your money and you're literally a blurred out person that you 
you even if you pause the movie, you can't sometimes even see you're blurred who out. You are like sometimes you're a featured background extra, and you get seen. So that's pretty different. Well. But if you're literally just like, like a person, sometimes you're standing, like you're not even in, in the that, back, you know? and you can't even see what color eyes you are. Like all the cantina, all the ca- all the cantina well, aliens not, are background actors. I'm sure there's yeah. more to it. You get, yeah. Yeah, you don't residuals. see any of their faces. They're Come all wearing masks. Come up with a compromise. Pay them residuals, but don't pay them like a... That's the point. That's the I don't idea. Pay attention, yeah. so. It doesn't matter if you can see your face or not. The point is that, that we you should probably move on to this subject. Or that they're using <laughs> your... your Dad Batch is solving problems, man. We're solving problems. So... All Can't we all get along? I'll, uh, I'll put us out of our misery on this. Uh, that is it for the news. <laughs> <laughs> For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. I don't know if I should ask this question, which Stephen and John heard. It's it's going to take us heavy. Do we need to go heavy? Do we need to go light? Well, I'd say after that conversation, we should probably go a bit light. <laughs> okay, it was okay. Bit let's thick. go light because I have a heavy one, but, but I'll go light. Um, <laughs> save save the heavy one for, dude, for the next I'm, show. I don't. I don't know if you've been watching the news, and I mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago, but aliens are real. <laughs> it's coming out. What what should we do when extra extraterrestrials show up? What do Pay we do? Residuals. <laughs> <laughs> Pay them their fair wage. I've been showing yeah. up since 1958. I'm sorry. I've been you- I've been wiping. I've been cleaning up. We've been cleaning up cat poop for the last week. So what what happened now? Aliens landed? Dude, when extraterrestrials <laughs> show up. So, what should hold we do? on. Let, let me can can we get deeper? Cuz is it like Independence Day or is it like You tell ET? me. They show up. I'm going to meet him in a bar <laughs> and tell him that I don't like him. <clears throat> Which is it? What did the doctor want it in how and then I don't like him either. That's what I'm going to do. You're going to get your arm cut off if you don't watch out. Dude. I think they're just like I people. I just don't want anything to do with the anal probe. That's that's my, <laughs> that's my hope. I just don't want no. anything to do with that. So you got one rule, Brian. It's, hey, no anal probing. Other than that, I'm good. Guess what Brian's getting? Brian, you Guess should write the Brian's legislation getting. for the they whole AI the thing because it'd be a super simple law. <laughs> Man, the aliens are just a distraction, man. The the government's trying to cover up what they're doing. But, dude, they think just, about it. They're like, they're let's just say, I mean, we're joking now, but, I mean, you know, everything's going to change, dude. We're not alone. Isn't that kind of cool? Probes well, for everybody. Didn't we know that already, though? Like, just because the government said so now? Well, we want to see believe proof, it? right? I, 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 I believe this for a long time. Well, some, we've seen videos that they said were real that we saw years ago. Listen, like I want to see yeah. two tubes or a bit or something just walking down the street. Have you guys have you guys heard of Skinwalker Ranch? <laughs> what? Don't Steven. Google that. No, I'm don't serious. go there. No, no, I don't go there. I've been. That was <laughs> G. Segway. That batch is rated G. No, no, I'm totally serious. There's, there's rated a gangster I, guys. Come I on, I know what Steven's talking about. There, yes, this is a there's a there's a, a new. It's a documentary TV show about a real place. Uh, I think it's in Utah called Skinwalker Ranch. And the name, Stop. the name Skinwalker comes from 
<clears throat> the ancient Native <clears throat> Americans who lived there because they uh, their particular tribes believed in the the like the man turning into wolf uh, skinwalkers type thing. But anyway, Ooh. so there's this place, and if you guys haven't seen this, you need to go watch it. It's, it's a really good me. series. Um, it's a documentary series. Uh, it's about it's about yeah. this ranch near the base of the Skinwalker Ridge, and it's called I the used Skinwalker to watch Ranch those on HBO. Late night after ten. <laughs> Wait, you used to watch people turn into werewolves? That was, that was Skinamax, Brian, not but HBO. Ba- like, I, I don't want to give too yeah. much away what what the whole How thing is about, but basically, there's there's this ranch that has just like completely crazy all that fur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm following you. I've wa- I've seen this. I've seen this show, Steven. So I'm following you. I'm with you. I, I bet you I got have. you. It's just like in, inexplicable, wonder. inexplicable phenomenon that happens at this ranch. And what they think happened is that like 200 years ago, uh, a UFO crashed, and it's so far deep under the the the, the earth, or the earth uh-huh. that they like we they, it can't be dug up, but it's like still. It's still on, yeah, and it's like it's like pulsing out like radiation and waves and all the this. Radiation. They've got all this and, gear out there, and there's like fissures uh, in the ground, and they get close to the fissures, and the gear goes crazy and stuff. And and then what they think they, what they think is that the aliens are just sending a scout mm. like every so often to just like monitor the area. It, it it's it's crazy. You gotta watch it, dude. We live on a zoo planet. It. We're all, we're all just animals. Tell you, man, we need. We these leave. are good discussions. These are good discussions. We, we need to be ready. They come and pluck ready. us. And they use us with what? Like Reese's they pieces, drop us off or when they're done. What are we supposed to be ready? Brian's gonna get picked up pieces. in the woods. What are you doing? I'm capturing ET. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna be like Brian. Here's <laughs> a deer you can shoot. He's gonna be like, what? Hey, what? The the porno for Pyro song will make great pets. Right. Oh. There you go. There's that. There you go. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> the lesson here, folks. Be ready. ready. Straight up. Be ready. Reese's pieces and a chastity belt for your butt. <laughs> Plug it up. Steven's face. Finish. <laughs> He said, plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... well, see, those that or the aliens get you. <laughs> Pick Why one. It always comes back to the anal. Probe. Oh my god. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today. If you enjoyed <laughs> listening to the show, feed that algorithm and give us five stars with your podcast app. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe. Uh, we're almost at a thousand, so we're gonna draw the name for the helmet soon. Free yeah. helmet, people! Come on. Uh, you can follow me at Stevie.Kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you. Brian, cooking with crosshair. Hashtag cooking with crosshair. John, where can people find you? You won't find me aboard a ship next to Brian after he got abducted. That's where you won't find me. Cheers to that. 
Ravy, where can people find you? <laughs> News at the dadbatch.com. Oh my god. And Joe. Skinwalker.com. <laughs> no, do not go no. to that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I do, I do not own that domain site. name. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> That's something else. You're going to get a virus. Don't go there. <laughs> uh, thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 52 of the Dad Batch podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in next week for episode 53. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. Dude, we live on a zoo planet. We're all, we're all just animals in a cage. We can't leave. They come and pluck us. They use us. They drop us off when they're done. Brian's going to get picked up in the woods. They're going to be like, Brian, here's a deer you can shoot. He's going to be like, what? Let me grab my bow. And they're going to go, and he's gone. It always comes back to the anal probe. <laughs>